0: For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit ExMormonFiles.com. That's ExMormonFiles.com. And now, here's Earl.
1: Good evening and welcome to the Ex-Mormon Files here in the heart of Salt Lake City. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and appreciate you spending some of your evening with us. I have an interesting guest tonight, Judy Lucas, and I think that this your story will relate to a lot of people who are in the church and so. who have had family members who have have experienced different things in the church so appreciate you coming and sharing yeah. your story okay tell us a little bit about your born in the covenant I guess yes you?
2: I was I was born in under the covenant my parents were not real active when I was growing up yeah. I always went to church but I don't remember them being active until it was about the time I got married that they became real active.
1: Oh, and so they just sent you off to church. Yes, huh? yeah. yes,
2: yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, you mean
1: the youth programs and primary.
2: Oh, primary and and Sunday school and mutual and yeah. you know all of those things. Yeah. And they used to have those dances back then, and I would go to all of those and the movies and different things like that. I was involved in it.
1: Yeah. Did you ever question that the church wasn't true? Did you just assume that this was your life? And well, this was, I didn't know any true? different.
2: That's what I was taught. Isn't that interesting? That's what I grew up with. Yeah. I had no idea.
1: I, and we don't really learn the positives or the negatives in some regards, do we? No. We just kind of go through the motions? And right. Yeah. And then
2: I had met uh, a girl at work, and I thought, she has something that I don't have. And she asked me to um, study the Bible.
1: How old were you at this point? Oh, I was in my 50s. Oh, okay. <laughs> we jumped up ahead then. Yeah, a little bit. Well, were you active? I mean, you were active kind of in Off and
2: on, off and on. Somebody yeah. had uh, hurt my feelings and I'd leave the church, you know. Really?
1: Yeah. So you were one of those. I have mm-hmm. not run into too many that have actually yeah. had their feeling or yeah. they were offended.
2: They, I, I was offended of several times oh and I just thought okay I don't want anything to do with this so I'd go away and then I didn't mean the church wasn't
1: true you just I just kind of yeah I wanted to go do my own thing I went inactive Mm -hmm. yeah Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but you do eventually get married in the temple
2: I did when my uh, daughter got married in 1983 I went through, we went, took our, out our endowments, and we had the kids sealed to us. Oh, okay. And then we all went through the temple when they got married. Oh. So I went through the temple in 83.
1: What was that experience like for you? It
2: was different. Uh, I didn't understand what was going on. And I went back a few times, and I just thought, these oaths and things are really strange. And
1: why didn't I see that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know they why.
2: were re- the temple itself was beautiful. Sure,
1: yeah.
2: and you know all of that, but
1: your spirit—something was telling something you
2: Something wasn't, you know, quite right. I didn't say anything to anyone. No, but I thought, why are they giving these horrible oaths? God wouldn't require that. I now don't this think. was
1: back in '83. That was so back as in '83. It's before, is before it it
2: got I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was back. And I thought, well, if the church is true, why are they keep changing their belief system? Yeah. Their doc- why do they, they change that temple ceremony? Why do they keep changing? They're like a chameleon.
1: <laughs> and Yeah, they have done a number of changes over the years. I think it's to become more acceptable to well, the public or to the general membership right, or something. And, and right. it does seem odd that God would have things change. I, I know mm-hmm. I thought... That was strange, but I put that on a shelf. Yeah, you do. You yeah. do. You now, how could've. many children did you have? I
2: had three children.
1: Yeah, and, and they were all active in the church. And
2: uh, my two daughters are my son. He's like
1: the prodigal son. Oh, one of those. Huh? One of those. Yeah. Okay.
2: He believes like I do. Yeah. But he doesn't have the lifestyle.
1: So, then shortly after this, then this this friend challenges yes. you to this read the Bible. This was in in ninety four. Now that didn't seem like a strange request to a Mormon because you no, believe in the Bible. I believe in the Bible, at least as far as it's translated. Trans- correctly. <laughs> and that was what
2: the problem was. They make you leery of reading the Bible because of that statement. You automatically don't trust it. I know it. And so I said, "Okay, I don't know anything about that Bible. I'll have Bible study with you."
1: Well, oh, we started. So you went to a Bible study. With I you? went.
2: One on one to her home, oh. and I bombarded her with questions. She didn't have the answers either, so she had to go to the pastor and then relay them to me. Wow! And when I first started, it looked like it paralleled pretty close of what I was taught
1: in Mormonism. In Mormonism,
2: yeah. and then all of a sudden, it wasn't what I was taught. No. it it was a different God a different Jesus, yeah. a different gospel... Yeah,
1: the grace, the gospel And the grace,
2: yeah. uh, nothing matched up. <laughs> and um, I remember asking God, I didn't really want to leave the church because I was comfortable.
1: That's a long time to be in the well, church. it's your life, your family. And my family and, and everything. And by then you'd mentioned that your f- folks became even more active. hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And so... Uh, I was going to prove her wrong. Uh And so I started studying the Mormon church. I got some books from uh, Sandra Tanner. And I started reading those. And then I compared them with the Book of Mormon. And when I started reading that, I thought, goodness, um, (laughs) they don't line up. They'll say one thing in the Book of Mormon, get over the Doctrine and Covenants, and it says something totally different. So which is it?
1: Did you begin to start trusting the Bible? Did you start seeing some proof texts for that? I or?
2: did. I started in the Gospel of John. Yeah. And I started reading. And I, I couldn't wait to get home from work to read the Bible. I felt like it was God speaking to me through His Word.
1: Had you ever experienced that before? I'd never
2: experienced that before, ever in my life. Well,
1: we didn't trust the Bible. We oh, didn't
2: trust the Bible. No. And um, I remember praying to God and I says I want the truth no matter which way it leads me I want the truth God is patient he, and he kept showing me scripture after scripture after scripture he was putting it together like a puzzle and then it got to the helping
1: you right along mm-hmm. the way huh?
2: then it got to the point where I had to make a decision okay this is the way it is what are you going to do wow That's when I had to make a decision. And, you know, I kept praying and I asked God, is Joseph Smith really a true prophet? And I kept praying because I wanted to know. I came home from work one day and opened my Bible, Hebrews 1 and 1, God who at sundry times on divers manners spoke to us by His prophets in these latter days, has spoken to us by His Son, Jesus Christ. There's my answer.
1: Wasn't that powerful?
2: That was powerful. That was God that showed me. Nobody showed me that. (laughs) God showed me that.
1: You'd probably never even thought of that or read that scripture before. I didn't. (laughs) It's amazing how it opens up when you're looking, when uh you're willing to look.
2: Look, because he will take you as quick or as slow as you want to go, as deep
1: or as shallow as you want to go. So you kept going to this Bible study, I learning more and more. Learning more and more. Yeah.
2: Uh, I decided to go one week to the Christian church and one week to the Mormon church. Okay. And I was very, very critical of both churches.
1: Trying to really assess oh, Really, what
2: Okay, look, what, what am I seeing here? And so I went to the Mormon church and I was sitting there in Relief Society and they were talking about the game and they were talking about uh, frizzial things not anything to do with the gospel they were talking about things they did the night before and different
1: yeah it's funny how they don't really talk about Jesus no I mean he's there we pray in his name right and the sacrament and stuff yeah. but yeah just not a lot but then
2: I went to the Christian Church and all they talked about was Jesus they exalted Jesus and I that was an experience in itself, going to a Christian church from a Mormon church. Yeah.
1: What did you think of that?
2: <laughs> I thought they were all crazy. <laughs> but, but I kept going. But
1: praising Jesus.
2: Mm-hmm. But they, everything was focused on Jesus. Yeah. And they read the Bible. Yeah. They didn't have other books.
1: Isn't that amazing? hmm And so you kept going. And so
2: I kept going. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Now, did you eventually share this with your... Your father's a, a temple Yes, worker, yes. And, and I did, did t- you finally share this with him?
2: I did. I talked to both my m- father and my mother. Yeah. My father was more receptive to it. Yeah. And um, he said, I don't know what you have, but don't let any man take it from you. I'll probably not change, but don't you change either. Oh, so that's, that's whatever, sweet of him, whatever he saw in me, my mother Totally, totally rejected it. She got mad and she said a few not kind words and, and left. And I thought, okay. Well, what happened, we went down to my sister who lived in Colorado. And they were going to go to church that day. Well, my mother pitched a fit. She did, she had Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. She wasn't going to go to church. Okay. And, of course, I wasn't going to go. Yeah. So... I stayed there. Dad says, can Mom stay here with you? And I says, sure. So we sat there and watched. I remember the the preacher. It was Ronnie Floyd. And I looked at my mother and I said, Mom, are you afraid of dying? She shook her head, yes.
1: Isn't that sad?
2: And I says, Mom, you don't need to. I says, Christ died for you. You don't need to be scared. You can go to heaven. I says, I know you can't talk, but let me speak pray a prayer with you. So I prayed a prayer with her. And just after I got through praying it, Ronnie Floyd prayed almost the same prayer that (laughs) I had prayed. It was a sinner's prayer.
1: Yeah.
2: And she accepted the... uh, And and she just nodded her head, yes. And the tears just started flowing down her face.
1: Did it really? Yes.
2: So I know, I know she was saved. Wow. And I didn't tell my dad for quite a while, yeah. but then I finally did tell him. He said I didn't know that, but I knew the persecution I went through. I didn't want my mother to go through that.
1: Yeah. Well, did you? Uh, you were married at this time when you were going to the Christian Bible study. Was yes. your husband member? He was, was. He was not active. Oh, okay. Uh, was he receptive? Did he? Oh no. He, de- oh, yeah.
2: who he defended the Mormon church. Isn't
1: that funny, where he mm-hmm. doesn't really go no. and does, is, be but somewhat he, inactive? Mm-hmm. And, and,
2: and he'd watch the but Christian but church, and then he'd watch things that the Mormons had. and he kept, uh, He'd ask me questions. Well, where is this in the Bible? What does the Bible say about this? He was witnessing to his friends. I didn't know that. <laughs> and, you know, I kept asking him to go to church with me, and he, he wouldn't do it. And he said, I don't need to go to church. I've got a preacher that sits across the table.
1: Okay. <laughs> that was you, I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, anyway, I kept praying and asked God, please save his soul. Save his soul and, yeah. and bring him to church with me. He got cancer. He got sick. Uh-huh. And God granted both of those. He brought him to church one time, and he saved his soul.
1: Oh, good.
2: But... Um, that was God that did that. Yeah. It took about seven years. It wasn't easy. Yeah. And I would go to church by myself, and I would invite him to go, yeah. but he, he refused. And I said, okay, I'm going. I'll see you in a while.
1: You went to a play. Uh, was this after this time?
2: I went to, th- that was when I got saved. I went to Master Mender's.
1: I'd never heard of that.
2: It's a play that uh, the Assembly of God over there on Bangader and about 47th South, they put it on, they used to put it on every year. Oh. And it's a reenactment of the life of Jesus. Oh. And they even have a donkey that goes down like (laughs) the triumphal entry. Right. And I got saved that night, but I didn't understand what had happened to me. What do you mean? Uh, I felt different. My... It was the day before Easter, and my f- my family were over to the house. And uh, my two son-in-laws are return missionaries, and they wanted me to read the Book of Mormon.
1: Had They kn- they knew you were going to this Christian Bible they study? They knew that I
2: had left the church because I had announced that I had left the church the Mormon Church. Okay. And so they knew I was going to the Christian Church. They Christmas.
1: wanted you to read the Book of Mormon, they pray want. about it, I guess. And,
2: and I said, as soon as they brought that Book of Mormon on the table, my spirit just, I didn't want anything to do with that. Wow. I don't know what, what it was the, was.
1: the spirit saying. Yeah.
2: yeah. I said, I'll study the Bible with you, but not the Book of Mormon. So, my son-in-law said, the next morning was conference. It was Easter Sunday. It was conference. Will you Listen to conference. I said, okay, I'll do that.
1: And this was after the Master Mender? Mm hmm. Okay. That was
2: the next day. Ma- I went to Master Mender on Saturday night, and this happened Sunday morning. Okay. And uh, so I said, okay. So I listened to conference, and I was there all by myself, and it was just like God dropped me right down on my knees. And th- they were reading in Isaiah. I can't tell you where it was because I don't remember. But I thought, okay, it's the Mormon church. I'm, I guess I'm going to go back to the Mormon church. And so... Uh,
1: You're feeling the spirit. As uh-huh. This must be true or something. Yeah,
2: and so I talked to my girlfriend and I said, I'm going back into the Mormon church. Wow. And she said, because uh, I was watching conference, and I thought it was the Mormon church. And uh, she said, where were they reading? And they, sa- I said, they were reading in Isaiah. She said, uh, that's the Bible. <laughs> yes. And so I said, okay, then I'm going to stay with the Christian church. Yeah. So I did. And uh, it was quite an experience. I've had a lot of different experiences that... <sighs> and I have had more obstacles than I ever had in the Mormon church.
1: Well, we do have to think a little bit as Christians, yeah. don't we? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, uh, things aren't just handed to us. We no. have to search. No, you have
2: look. to study and you yeah. have to search. Yeah. And you know there was a scripture that really bothered me and it said let the dead bury the dead and I thought what in the world is he talking about (laughs) and I struggled with that scripture for a long time and then it hit me when we're born we're born sinners because of the fall of Adam and Eve and uh, so we're spiritually dead until we become born again then our spirit is brought to life.
1: And if you're not born again, uh, you can't... And the LDS don't understand that Mm -mm. because they think being born again is just being baptized and receiving the Holy Ghost.
2: No, that has nothing to do with it. Why did Christ have to die and suffer like he did on the cross if we could add anything to our salvation? when mm-hmm. he was on the cross he said it is finished he paid for it because he was sinless he said it is finished it's a gift
1: another thing that mormons don't understand no. right no yeah i always thought that i had to to do my little checklist and i'd move up the ladder ladder move down mm-hmm. the ladder mm-hmm. and i'd try to do my best and, and it wasn't good enough it never, was it and it never is good enough It never it's impossible right
2: i felt like i was never good enough in the mormon church i felt short of everybody else yeah and when god show i thought well i'll make it to heaven somewhere i'll probably make it in the lowest kingdom but that's okay
1: <laughs> uh joseph smith said we'd would kill to be in the lowest kingdom anyway so we but, figured that
2: yeah. okay but god showed me that i was a sinner and I needed it Him. And without Him, I would not make it anywhere. Yeah. And that was an eye-opener for me, because I thought, you know, I'm a pretty good person. I don't, you know, do a lot of things that yeah. other people have done. Yeah. But I was still a sinner.
1: Yeah, as as they say, uh, good people don't go to heaven, but saved people do. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Those that are born again. <laughs> exactly. Well, you've had such an interesting experience. Now, now you just... Uh, Can't get enough of the Bible, right? That's
2: right. That's right. Yeah, and it's been—he doesn't show you this all at once. No, it's a process. Yeah, and I've had to change, uh, change churches, and uh,
1: sure, but you have the freedom to to search and to to search and do that. And family, where are they at?
2: Uh, I have two. Daughters that are very active in the Mormon Church and
1: are you able to visit with them share with them at all?
2: I can't share with them. I can visit with them, but
1: but not about really they're
2: not no they're not in interested in anything I have to say.
1: Yeah, it was always struck me. I, I can spend hours with Some of my family and never talk about Jesus right and it just drives me nuts. Uh-huh. Does it do you? that Yes. Same thing? Yes and if I have, and, ha- it, and it, excuse me, as and as a Latter Day Saint, that wouldn't have bothered me at all. No, it wouldn't I could have. have. I could have gone weeks, uh, you know, not talking right. about Jesus or anything. Now, I just want to. That's what I want to talk about. That's your
2: whole life. Yeah. That's who you are. Yeah. That's your whole
1: life. What's the difference, do you think? And what are they missing? The spirit of God. I guess so. Huh? The spirit of God. Well, they're praising the man. They're worshiping. They're I mean, worshiping. They're giving everything to the organization, the right. church. Right.
2: They're not bringing people to Christ. They're bringing people to the church.
1: That's right.
2: And in the Christian church, believers are the church. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah, another thing that they don't understand Mm -mm. is uh, the temple and...
2: No, (laughs) and that's another thing. The temples, back in the Old Testament, they were used for sacrifice.
1: The shedding of blood. The
2: shedding of blood. And that priest had to go into the Holy of Holies once a year to, to atone for the sins. And it didn't take away the sins. It just covered them for a year.
1: And then when Jesus oh. came, it just took care of it took.
2: He wiped them clean. He uh. paid the ultimate price. And the veil of
1: the temple and was the rent.
2: And the veil of the temple was rent from top to bottom. There's no more temple. There will be another temple uh, during the tribulation, and I believe there will be a millennial temple
1: yeah perhaps and and oh anyway it's just such a glorious message now and you it just is. didn't uh, didn't appreciate that as a Mormon, it i'm is. sure
2: but that's all i want to talk about yeah that's all Do you i think
1: there are uh, people out there like you uh, like me that uh, have have gone through some of this experience and they're not quite there yet but they're they're struggling with it. they're struggling things? with it
2: i think a lot of them they won't leave because their jobs are tied in with it their family, their wives, or their husbands will divorce yeah. them. Uh, that's very stressful, That's the it? chance you take.
1: Yeah.
2: and um, But yeah. God is faithful. Yeah. And you just have to trust Him.
1: Well, and knowing that we're gonna, going to have to stand before Him one right. day without anybody Without else. anybody. Yeah, Not going to have the church standing there no. with you. No, what yours. did you do with Jesus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and to not understand that any scriptures that you had come across, that, you mentioned the one in uh, Isaiah. Do you, th- do you think that was the nine six? Isaiah nine six. It might have been. For unto I don't us know. A child is born.
2: It might have been. I yeah. don't know where what it, Which was. One it was. It probably was because it was Easter Sunday, so that would be a resurrection oh, message. Yeah,
1: that could be. So it
2: could have been that one. But I was so new. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know the Bible, but. Uh, that one scripture for by grace you were saved through faith and not of yourself it's a the gift, gift of, god. of god you don't pay for Lest a gift any man should, should boast, boast.
1: right yeah. right and that's just what we did in mormonism mm-hmm. i felt is so there was proud a lot of our pride ourselves. Mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. judgment
2: and judgment yeah. i was very judgmental
1: yeah very well judgmental. if anybody doesn't quite meet the standard or mm-hmm. keeping the commandments mm-hmm. you, you judge them
2: Right. Yeah. right but it's not like that. You come just as you are. Uh, I bet if Christ walked into one of those churches, they wouldn't accept him because of the way he'd be dressed.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's for yeah, that's for sure. I've thought about a few of those little things. Where where would Jesus come to? Yeah. You know, would he come to the conference center, or would he be coming to the to the poor? No,
2: because yeah. look where he went to. Yeah. He went to the poor class.
1: Well, we've got just a minute or two left. What do you? what would you say to the latter-day Saints i would
2: or? say don't take any man's word for anything check it out for yourself and make sure it's biblically sound
1: and do they they don't even need to go to what you'd call anti-mormon material no, do no. They?
2: they can go in their own scriptures and see where it contradicts
1: yeah. well and i i the big surprise to me and I don't know how you miss this as a Mormon is the Book of Mormon itself. It contains very little of, of what we'd call Mormon doctrine. Exactly. I mean, there's no three degrees of glory, no, no baptism and for the dead. No.
2: And they and the Book of Mormon says there's one God which lines up with the Bible.
1: Yeah.
2: In the Doctrine and Covenants it said there's many gods.
1: Well, I think I think Joseph Smith wrote that Book of Mormon before he changed his mind about a lot of things. I think he was more of a Christian right. person at that point, mm-hmm. and, and he had all these.
2: But he's plagiarized the, the Bible because so, he's almost yeah. taken them word for word. Stands,
1: including the King James errors.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is a whole nother story. That's right. Have you been, now you've been out, so to speak, for how long?
2: I've been out for 20 years.
1: Okay, so you've seen some of the changes that have occurred over the last many years, the TV programs, mm-hmm. the radio. Has that been encouraging to you to see the, yes, maybe the more interest in in what Mormons are really teaching? Exactly, yeah. yes,
2: yeah.
1: You've been watching.
2: I watch Doris Hansen all the time because, you know, part of my family was in
1: that in polygamy. hmm uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and I just love uh, what she does at the very end when she summarizes things and, yes. and shares such a powerful message. Yes. And you think people are listening to that? Paying attention? I would
2: hope they are. Yeah. But it's going to take the Holy Spirit. It really it is. It really
1: is in God's timing. Yeah.
2: And, and like in, in John chapter 3, unless you're born again, you will not see the kingdom of God.
1: Well, I'm impressed that you would Feel that spirit, not really knowing what it was you were experiencing. No, I
2: did not know. I was too new in it. I didn't know what it was.
1: Yeah. But
2: I felt the effects of it.
1: Yeah, and to and to then to feel the spirit of conference and the Book of Mormon and things. Mm-hmm.
2: Well,
1: I hope the LDS will pay attention. I do too. Study. I do too,
2: because I love. I do. Love care about I, do. I yeah. love the Mormon people. They're good people. Yeah. But I do not like their doctrine.
1: Well, it is Mormonism, and like mm-hmm. uh, like Spence said here before, we, we think the leaders know more than than they probably are letting on. I know they don't say much at conference time; they kind of give fluffy talks. They mm-hmm. don't really talk much doctrine. I always attributed that to the fact that we were uh, uh, that they were trying to cater to the new members of the church Mm -hmm. trying to overwhelm them with heavy duty doctrine but i think now it's just that we they don't i don't know that they even believe the heavy doctrine of the church anymore
2: do you think they really know or do you think they're deceived also
1: well they're deceived but they have had they've had enough people come out of the church that have shared this information with them they must know anyway Judy, thanks so much. Our time is gone. Oh, wow. That I was appreciate fast. You. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you sharing your story. And remember, you are following the gospel of Joseph Smith and not That's the right. gospel of Jesus Christ.
0: This has been the audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com.